Hi team, you are live in Orlando right now at 12.40. <laughs> we are still stuck in Orlando. It was crazy. So we were on our way to the airport yesterday in the car, literally two and a half hours until the flight. And we got a text message to say our flight had been cancelled. And it was kind of funny, but at the same time, like oh my gosh, what do you do now? What do you do about accommodation? Where are we gonna stay? When are we gonna get home? How are we gonna get home? So although it was funny and good fun, it's quite stressful as well. But we have managed to get a flight and we are coming home tonight about half past 10. So UK time, you guys are five hours ahead. So what's that like? Half three? Yeah, half three. <laughs> so we will make it home, I will be there for class on Monday. But as promised, I told you guys I would go live and chat all about steps and answer your questions on steps. Anyway, have you had a good couple of weeks? I literally can't wait to see you. So, so excited about seeing you and so excited about bringing all these incredible things to the squad this month. And Will is going to be in touch with you guys who, um, who, who volunteered for his group on accountability. He wants to test out the accountability area, so he's going to be in touch very, very shortly all about that, which is really exciting. Okay, let's get to the questions. And if you have any in the meantime, please feel free to post in the live and ask questions about steps there. Um, or just say hey, say hey, let me know you're there. I think I can see Helen and I can see Yvonne. Hello, hi. <laughs> okay, question number one. I find it hard to get 10,000 steps in daily, despite being a mum of three, pottering around, having a job in a cafe. Um, am I tracking correctly? I'm using my Samsung Health app and I don't always have it in my pocket at home and how far is approximately 10,000 steps? Okay, so if we go to the first part, I find it hard to hit 10,000 steps daily, despite having a job, being in a cafe. But I know to say it as well, you said that you don't have your phone in the pocket with you, in your pocket with you all the time. So you won't be accurately tracking every single step that you're doing. We actually build up the majority of our steps just literally pottering around and doing things in the house or walking to somewhere, going upstairs, going downstairs, making a coffee, uh, doing the washing. We clock up a lot of steps without even realizing it. So if you've not got a device on you all the time or you've not got your phone in your pocket all the time, it's not gonna clock every single step and it's not gonna be accurate. I mean, these things aren't 100% accurate anyway. And 10,000 steps, we'll come to this in a bit, but it actually came from a Japanese marketing campaign. Anything over about 7,500 a day on average is good. So that means if you have a desk job and you're finding that you're really not hitting many steps during the week, but you do more at the weekend and you average out at about 7,500 a day, taking the whole week into consideration, then that's absolutely fine. It's all about averages over time. It's not about hitting that exact step count every single day like i will have days where i won't hit as much and then i'll have other days that are much higher and it all evens out it all averages itself out so don't worry about the ten thousand exact mark if you're hitting on average anything over seven thousand five hundred steps a day you're deemed active it's going to be good for your long-term health that's good and like I said, if you haven't got your device on you all the time, it's not accurately tracking your steps. So just make sure if, you, if you're somebody who wants to know your steps, just make sure you're wearing something where it's going to be tracking you all the time. And the, the last part, how far approximately is 10,000 steps? 
it depends. So it depends on your stride length. So say me being quite a short person, I will do more steps than Will when we go on a walk because I'm literally shorter. My strides are not as long as Will's. So therefore, if we're both walking a mile, I've done more steps than him in that mile. It's roughly, it's round about 2,000 to 2,500 steps is about a mile. So 10,000 steps, you're looking at four-ish miles around there, roughly. Um, but great, great questions. I absolutely loved getting these, by the way. Um, what is the difference between walking steps and running steps? So quite a few different reasons here. I've, I wrote a few down. So um, the difference is, sorry, obviously the speed you're going, you're going to be going faster running than you are walking, unless you're a really, really fast walker and a very slow runner. But generally, obviously running, you're going to be going faster than walking. When you run, you always have at points two feet off the ground. When you walk, you always have one foot connected to the floor. Therefore, walking is a low impact activity and running is a high impact activity because yeah, there will be parts where both feet are off the floor. Um, and, and with that higher impact running, it does, it's more pressure on your joints, but therefore it can be more beneficial if you do want to build up your bone density as well. Obviously, of course, depending on whether you're prone to osteoporosis, what kind of strength training you're doing, as long as you've got enough calcium, vitamin D in your system, in your body, etc., etc., and you're not overdoing it. Energy expenditure is going to be higher running than it is walking if you're going, you know, for the same amount of distance or whatever. So if you were to do five miles running versus five miles of walking, the energy expenditure is, is going to be higher. Um, generally well, it all depends doesn't it it depends on how you're walking as well to be honest running your strides are going to be longer than when you walk so if you were doing a five mile run versus a five mile walk you're going to find out you're going for the same distance you will do less steps in your run than that five mile walk because your strides are longer you are bouncing along on your run that doesn't necessarily mean that walking is loads better there's pros and cons to both but they're just they're just the facts so they're the main differences really between the running and the walking steps. Um, I don't, I don't think I left anything out there. Yeah, that's that's that basically. Yeah, I hope that's useful. Um, okay, next question. I struggle with the whole step count thing. So many variables, different tech, different ways it counts it, stride length, height. I've only recently had a smartwatch for the May challenge and I feel disappointed with my results compared to some, especially when I've been on my feet and active all day. Um, then I thought, does it matter as long as it motivates me to move more, which it definitely has. Yeah, exactly. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what anyone else is doing. We're all on our own journey. And the whole purpose of the May challenge was to get everyone moving more and more active. It wasn't to completely, you know, burn out and overdo it and compare yourself to other people. Um, it was just a motivational tool to get us moving. And it's in the name challenge you know what can we do in may it's not meant to be sustained forever and ever and ever unless you know you're below the the on average 7500 and you probably need to think about getting your steps up then it's just a motivational tool 
everyone is on a different journey and they have different jobs. Some people have very active jobs, like if you're a nurse or if you're a teacher, you're on your feet all day. Um, others say like me, I have a desk job as well. I will be sat down and then I'll need to make sure that I take Harvey on a walk. I'll need to make sure that I do a class to keep my activity levels high as well so that I'm making sure that I average out over 7,500 steps per day. I'm not telling you how many steps I do, by the way. <laughs> I saw that post in the group. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm, I know your game here. I'm not telling you what I do. It's not beneficial for anyone to know because everyone is on their own journey. It doesn't matter. So don't feel disappointed. And the thing is, if, yeah, like you said, if it's getting your steps up and it's motivating you more, then fantastic. Use your step counter as a comparison tool with yourself and just to make sure that you're getting enough steps in. Are you getting over 7,500 a day on average? If you are, fantastic. That's great. And use it as a comparison tool, like I said. They're not 100% active and it depends on your device. It depends on where you wear it on your body. It depends on how the device is measuring your steps to how many actually clocks. So just bear that in mind. The technology is there. Not, it's not 100, the technology is not there. It's not 100% accurate. Yeah. Um, and if you find that, you know, it, it has, it demotivates you to wear one of these things and you don't have to wear it. It, it works well for some people and it doesn't for others. And we're going to go into that a little bit more in a sec as well. Um, oh, okay. Are watch step counts genuinely, gen, generally accurate? Does marching on the spot benefit you in the same way? Um, like I just said, they're not hundred percent accurate. It depends on your device. It depends on the age of your device. It depends on where you're wearing it on your body. They're not 100% accurate, but it is good to, um, as a comparison tool. Yeah. Um, I think that's, there's not really, i see if I wrote anything else down to say on that, but that's pretty much, I think that's pretty much all. Yeah. There's still valuable tools for monitoring your activity. That's just what I put here. Um, it's not precise, but it can give you a bit of an estimate and it can allow you just to estimate your, on track your progress over time. Okay, in terms of marching on the spot versus actually going on a walk, it's more beneficial to actually go on a walk. And if you think about when you're stepping and you're putting the force and the power through your foot and you're actually moving forwards, and not just that, getting out in nature sometimes can be really, really good for, for your mental health and for, for the soul, um, just maybe taking that time out to be in the fresh air. But, but marching on the spot comes a very close second. You're still firing up your muscles. You're still using your cardiovascular system. It's still beneficial and it's still keeping you active. And do you know what? If you love sticking on a power walking class, then why not? It's still beneficial for your health, but it does come secondary to going on an actual physical walk for the reasons that I said. Um, it's a very close second though. Great question. Okay, I worry that step counts of fitness trackers can encourage people to become rigid and obsessional. Maybe if you're not that way inclined in the first place, it doesn't matter. I just worry sometimes focusing solely on numbers isn't healthy for everybody. But I can totally see the benefits and having goals and aims, yeah, um, and targets to aim for. So, absolutely, it isn't for everyone, it really isn't. But for some people, say, if you do have a desk job, you're not actually sure if you're getting enough activity in to benefit your long-term health 
and you know for longevity it is important it's important to kind of either even know your numbers if if it doesn't cause like you say that that obsession and being rigid with with those numbers then it might just be a case of saying okay I'm just going to make sure that every day I'm going to get outside on a walk for half an hour in my lunch break or as soon as I get home or first thing in the morning I'm going to get outdoors and I'm going to go on a a half hour 45 minute walk or whatever you could do it like that make sure that I'm keeping active that way rather than tracking the numbers it isn't for everybody but for a lot of people it can be an extremely useful tool for sure definitely and if you feel like you are someone um, who would get obsessional with the numbers and almost get a bit competitive with yourself you need to be questioning is this something that i would benefit from is this something that i should be doing um I can understand how it benefits other people, but I don't think it'll benefit me. And then just make sure, you know, you're ticking off the boxes. Am I getting my three workouts in a week? Am I making sure that I get out on a half hour walk every day and ticking the boxes off that way rather than tracking the actual number? I hope that's useful. Um, next question. I'm stubborn and when my watch tells me to move, I like to tell it to get stuffed. I'll move when I want to. I suppose my question might be, is it healthy for our mental health to be checking steps? Could we risk becoming obsessional about it? Um, trying to get a watch without a step count and a digital display is almost impossible how do we not get obsessed so the way that i just said making sure that every week on a sunday i plan my three classes for the week ahead or how many i'm doing four or five or whatever i tick those off i would say always have a minimum of like a non-negotiable i'm going to do three and if i do more then great but my non-negotiables three tick those off get my half hour walk in every day or I walk the dog or i'm going to walk my kids to school and back tick that off done happy days and don't worry about it too much you know the day that you don't manage to get it done because xyz happens just be flexible with it and remember that it's about averages over time and if you think you are someone who's going to be obsessed with the numbers or it's going to be poor for your mental health then you've got a question is it right for me to do this um and if you you can get Uh, step counters that don't necessarily have like a digital display or that you're having to look at all the time like little pedometers that you can just um pop on your on your trousers or your jeans or or whatever and then look at it at the end of the day and if you have a day where it's like oops i only did 2000 or whatever oh better make sure i do a few more tomorrow and remember that they're not 100 accurate as well um and everybody is different everyone is different and i I, I'm the same. I had a watch that used to tell me, oh, you've not moved, you need to get up. And I, yeah, I just take it with a pinch of salt because I know as long as I'm getting, on average, a good level of activity over the day and over the week, then whatever, I'm fine. So, yeah, you could either get a watch that doesn't tell you to do that or do what I said and just basically tick it off. Tick it off or just look at it at the end of the day um, or not as often. Um... But I, I do I do get that and a lot of people do struggle with that. So then you've got to decide, okay, I either reframe the way that I'm thinking of this, I do it slightly differently, or I don't do it because it's not right for me. Um, but make sure you do keep keep a good level of activity for your long-term health as well. We don't want to tell it to get stuffed and then every day just do like 500 steps because that's not going to be beneficial either. And it won't be beneficial for the mental health too. It's all about striking the balance, isn't it, really? Um, okay, I think you've touched on this before. If my husband and I do the same long walk, his step count is always way higher than mine. I seem to have to work a lot harder for my steps. Is there a reason? Yeah, so many reasons. It could be the device, 
one device might be more accurate than another. It might be where you're wearing the device on your body. Um, some devices work on, it's called accelerometer, and that is basically the movement in your body. So if you're wearing it on your wrist, but your hands are down by your sides, and your husband's wearing it on his wrist and he's pumping his arms, it will count more steps for him. Um, that's just with that type of device then that tracks movement basically so if you're yeah if you're not moving your arms much that could be a reason why uh also it could be your stride length it literally could be um some people have longer torsos some people have longer legs some people have different stride lengths like i said before um my stride length is a lot shorter than will's and we found it funny when we went on the yorkshire three peaks we tracked our steps um, I only did it on my phone. It was in the in the health app, and I had a look in there to see what it said. He did something like I think it was sixty one thousand or sixty two thousand, and I'd done sixty five something or other. And I I thought that was quite funny because it probably is because my I've got little legs, I've got little strides as I'm going. But that they're the the main three reasons: device accuracy, where you're wearing it, and then your stride lengths. Um, Da, da, da. And the next question, ah, yeah, Lee mentioned my husband told me that the 10k step thing came from Japan when they were hosting the Olympics. It actually came from before then, and then they kind of took it on board. But yeah, basically, 10,000 steps, like I said, it is a made up number from a Japanese marketing campaign, basically. <laughs> like, it's good to go by, but it's a nice round number, isn't it, for them to use to advertise their product that are going to count your 10,000 steps. Anything over, on average, 7,500 7, a day. You're all gravy. You're all good. And remember, there's always a limit as well with how many are actually beneficial. More isn't always better. You've got to think about the law of diminishing returns. So that is, the more you do, the better for your health, up to a certain point when actually it's a disbenefit and you're you know you're going to be putting yourself at higher risk of injury burnout stress on your joints and that's when it becomes a disbenefit and actually that little bit extra more isn't beneficial anymore and is actually a disadvantage to your health so there is always a limit and that is going to be different for everyone as well um okay next question i think this is the last one I aim to do a 5k walk or run every day. I think because I took my dog for at least 5k walk, I just stuck him when she died. Oh, I'm sorry to hear about that. Um, that's always really tough. Um, I I do wear my Fitbit all all day. I only tend to count the steps that are part of a proper walk. My question is, are steps just moving around the house, food shop, school drop off, um, just as much as going for it? Are they just as important, I guess you mean, as going for a walk? Um, yeah steps in general are for your activity level so are you being in general active and if you find that you know, you're someone who has a desk job and you don't do much pottering around taking the kids to school doing the food shop doing xyz then it's kind of like you need to go out of your way to make a bit more of an effort to get a decent activity level and so that's when you might be like oh okay we better go on a little walk today or something um but if you find that actually you're a really active person, say if you work in a cafe or a restaurant or you're a nurse or a school teacher and actually you're getting so many steps in just pottering around, that's, you know, you've got a decent activity level. And I would say that's great. And on top of that, you might, you know, you don't need to go for a 5k walk as well. Um, you just, you could do your classes and that will support your health and your fitness in other ways. 
So just make sure you're hitting those the, the number that I said, basically. 7,500 on average over the week, and you're all good, really. Um, anything you do on top of that should be your classes, working your, your muscle strength, working your cardiovascular system in terms of really getting your heart rate up and then also doing some core work, some holistic work, maybe more mind, body, flexibility, mobility, just getting that variety in there. So making sure you're active, but also making sure you're looking after your health in the long term. And that comes under, yeah, that comes in so many different ways, doesn't it? Anyway, I really hope this has been useful. Uh, I hope you've been able to hear me okay. <laughs> You're literally like in the quietest corner I could find in the hotel. Um, so do let me know if you've got any questions on anything I said and please keep up the good work. And remember, everybody is on their own journey. And let me share this analogy with you that I really, really like. So everyone is baking their own cake. You might turn around and think, oh my goodness, how on earth did she bake that cake in half an hour? It looks incredible. It's got all the frosting, all the trimmings. It's glistening. It looks like you could sell it in a shop straight away. And I haven't even put mine in the oven yet. We don't know if that person has been baking cakes for years. We don't know if they had special training. We don't know where they're at on their journey. Just like we don't know where anybody else is at in their fitness journey. We don't know how many steps so-and-so are doing because we don't know what they're doing for a job. We don't know what they're doing outside of work. And it's completely irrelevant because the only thing that's actually important is your cake and the one that you're making. So focus on making your cake beautiful for you and putting your all into your health and fitness and it doesn't matter what other people are doing as long as you're hitting you know you know you're getting a decent activity level you know you're getting variety in for your health and fitness and that's important you know what ingredients you're putting into your cake all you're doing then is making your cake and you're going to enjoy it so just remember that you're on your own fitness journey and don't compare with anybody else because it's not helpful and it's not useful and it's not healthy so I really, really hope that's been that's been useful for you guys. And I'm looking forward to seeing where you're all at with your steps. And most importantly, seeing you all supporting each other. Because you know in those groups, I'm in all of them, kind of looking what you're all doing. And it's so, so heartwarming to see you all encouraging, being so positive and supporting one another. And I also can't wait to see you on Monday. I'm coming back with fresh energy. Can't wait for it. And loads of exciting things to come. Some that I haven't told you about yet. So watch this space. I'll see you all soon, everyone. Have a great, what even day is it? Friday. <laughs> Have a great Friday. Bye.